0: Listening to the Art with Soul podcast, fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul, and I'm your host, Shinjini. Remember your magic. Those are the words I want to welcome you with today. Those are the words that often anchor me when I am painting intuitively and. That's kind of why I included them in my Studio Oracle Deck, which is a personal deck that I created that I use at the start of most of my painting sessions. But why am I telling you about my Studio Oracle Deck? Because All of the phrases that I included on this deck remind me to stay loose and free when I'm painting. They also serve as reminders that art mimics life, mimics art. So much of what happens on the painting table, it just reflects back in how life unfolds. And I'm hoping that Uh, today's episode will kind of help you see that this phrase uh, remember your magic it is the card that I pulled out for my painting session last evening and I thought that it was a really important reminder for me and I thought that it was really important for all of us to remember because we so often forget that we do have a little bit of magic or access to magic. I imagine some of you may really love this word and some of you may hate it and some of you may think it's overdone and some of you may think that it's too woo-woo and that it isn't grounded in reality at all. What does magic even mean, you may wonder? There are some words that get used so often that they tend to lose their meaning. Energy is one of them, magic is another, and there are many of them. People use these words in so many different ways to mean so many different things. But when I wrote down this phrase, remember your magic onto my Studio Oracle deck, I was thinking of something quite specific. I was thinking of the moments of grace that I know most of us have felt at some point in our lives. Moments when things just seem to unfold in a way that is completely unexpected, or out of the blue in ways that can feel quite magical, almost like there's someone out there who is listening to you and answering to you. Those are the times when you almost feel like you're being guided. And I know that we've all felt that way at some point in our lives. And that's what I really wanted to tap into with this phrase to remember that this guidance is always available to us, and that's part of magic, and that's part of remembering your magic. You know, that we're really more than just this flesh and blood that we can see, we have a sixth sense, and that's undeniable and there's just so much that we don't really see but that is so true and that's all part of remembering your magic. So the sixth sense, I kind of see that as intuition and as an intuitive painter that is the sense that I'm tapping into every day that I show up to paint. Of course, that's not the only way to tap into your intuition. If you like writing, free writing is an excellent way to tap into your intuition. There are people who cook by feel, that's intuition. When you just know to add a little bit more of a particular herb or a little bit more of a particular spice, that's you playing with your intuition. No matter where you fall on the woo-woo scale or how much or how little you believe in things like healing and crystals and Reiki and tarot, I know that you believe in intuition. You know that it's real. You've felt it. I'm pretty sure of it. You know that little voice inside that tells you that you need to change your route or that going down a particular alleyway in the dark may not be such a good idea or maybe you just know that you're going to hit it off really well with someone you've just met. That little knowing, there's nothing very mysterious about it. It's based on things that are already somewhere in your awareness or in a split second perception of a situation it's just your ability to very quickly kind of judge what's happening in a particular situation or a moment and yes intuition can be just as simple as that it really does not mean that you have to divine the future that's not necessarily what intuition is when i talk about intuition in painting. It is more about me not consciously controlling or planning what happens on the canvas. Sometimes I will begin my painting session just by choosing a colour palette and seeing where I feel like going and at other times I also pick up the colours intuitively. So I'll just know that I want to put down some pink, and once I have that on the canvas, then I just feel like adding in some yellow, and maybe then I want to pull in some grey. And I'm really not thinking about any of it. I'm not planning the colours that I'm going to use. And these colours that I just listed out are some of the colours that I used in my painting yesterday. And they aren't necessarily colours that I would have chosen on my own this is an intuitive hit. And remembering and trusting that intuition, for me, that is part of remembering my magic. It's a part of listening in to what you really feel like doing in a particular moment. So sticking with my intuitive painting analogy, it's really about seeing what do i feel like doing in that particular moment with on that painting on that canvas maybe i want to bring in a particular color maybe you want to make a mark in a very particular way in a very particular place maybe you want to write something on the canvas maybe you want to make a particular pattern maybe you want to cover something up so Intuitive painting, it's like a dance. It's a dance with your intuition, with an inner knowing that kind of just comes to you. And then it's also seeing what you like and what you don't like. And this dance, it kind of flows between the two, between that knowing and that consciously just looking and making adjustments as you go. And it's easy to get stuck between those two states or rather to get really stuck in thinking about your painting. And that doesn't help when you're painting intuitively. So this happened with me just last evening. I was painting intuitively and I put down these really beautiful vibrant colors and I made a lot of marks and I etched and scratched into the paint. When I felt like I was losing that flow, um, and I really looked down at what had happened on the page, it looked really beautiful and vibrant and energetic. And I could see a couple of different things in that painting. I saw a couple of different faces in a few different places. And thinking about it, there were a couple of different ways that painting could go. And then I kind of just got stuck. I didn't know which one to choose. I didn't know what to cover up because I just loved all of those vibrant colors. And I didn't really want to let any of it go. Um, And I just didn't know what this wanted to become. When you paint intuitively, letting go is part of the process. You have to simplify your painting down to a certain extent. You have to choose certain things. And you have to simplify it in certain ways. That's how your focal image pops. But that whole painting coming together, that takes time and that takes a lot of intuitive layers. And it happens very intuitively on the page. I really wish I had taken a few photographs of that painting process so that I could show them to you. But I really didn't end up taking any. But I can't describe what happened because that's just the process and you can really understand it. Um, So what happened when I looked at that page and I looked at the different directions that it could take is that I just completely fell in love with all of that color and all of the energy that was there in the background or what would become the background and I really didn't know what to do next. So this is me really consciously thinking about my painting and it is too early in the intuitive painting process to start really thinking consciously about what to do next. So I just decided to walk away for a little while and when I came back again I immediately wanted to control the direction of the painting again. And this is an example of me not remembering my magic, not remembering that when I can get out of my own way, that's when the really authentic and raw and beautiful intuitive paintings are made. That's when the magic really unfolds in the canvas. So I walked away for a little while and I came back again. And this time I just kind of dropped into my body and I said, okay, I have no idea what to do with this piece. I am not going to try and save anything. I am just letting go of control and I'm just going to listen. So I kind of stepped back and I kind of stepped out of the way and I looked at that painting without wanting to really control it. And from there, the magic started happening. I started pulling out figures, I pulled out animals, I pulled out shapes. And that painting became this powerfully pulsating piece that was filled with symbolism and a very palpable energy that I most definitely would not have achieved had I not listened in and had I not stepped out of my own way. And I'm going to share a picture of this finished painting on my website and you'll find the link uh, to the episode um, page in the show notes so if you want to see the painting you can go do that but this ability to listen and this ability to trust that there is something inside of me that knows what to do next and that's not consciously controlled by me, that comes by repeating. It comes by having painted intuitively over and over again. There are times when I'm really scared that I'm going to ruin a painting because a huge part of my process is intuitive and a huge part of it is based on automatism and that's not repeatable. So while I may use the same colors or make the same kind of marks or manipulate my materials in similar ways, I cannot repeat a painting. I cannot repeat what's happening on this page on a fresh painting tomorrow. And that's what sometimes leads to wanting to control the outcome. But not once in my years of painting intuitively have i ever trusted my intuition and not ended up with a piece that i loved there are times when it takes time it takes iterations and a lot of layers before things start to work but that's just part of the intuitive painting process because all of the layers where you feel like you just covering things up and where things are happening, and but there's just so much that you don't like and you're having to let a lot of it go, you'll find yourself repeating some of those marks in different paintings and then those marks will work in those paintings. And I look at that as training. <laughs> so perhaps in this painting where it didn't work, it was practice for my next intuitive painting. That's just how I look at it. And that's part of remembering my magic. And the other thing with the intuitive painting process is that all of the layers that you put into a painting, that creates a depth that you cannot get if those layers had not come in before. So in a very brief nutshell, that's what the intuitive painting process is like. And that's what it means to remember your magic. For the writers among you, I'm sure there's a similar process you would feel when you free-write, when you may start writing about something and end up in a completely different place. That's part of how you remember your magic. And I'm sure that is with any one of us who really works intuitively in any medium, right? So in that painting process that I just described for you, there is just so much that can be extrapolated to life off of the canvas. And that's what I really mean by art mimics life, mimics art. There are times, I'm sure there are times, when you have wanted to be in complete control of how something pans out. And I'm talking about something in your life. Um, not necessarily in art, or in a creative pursuit. And no matter how hard you try, you can't quite get all the moving parts to work together. But when you turn your attention elsewhere, when you get out of your own way, an idea or a next step or a solution may present itself. Those little Eureka moments That's you remembering your magic. And that's what I want you to remember today. Thank you for tuning in to the Art with Soul podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and do share it with your creative friends. If you share on Instagram, please tag me there at moderngypsy.in. And if you would like me to speak on a particular topic in an upcoming episode, you can either drop me a direct message on Instagram or head on over to moderngypsy.in slash podcasts and leave your suggestion in the feedback form that you will see on the page. Until next time, take care and keep creating.